and I welcome you to What's New. We move on today to Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11, the so-called triumphal entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. Heretofore, he had entered the city unobtrusively, but now he presses his claim as king upon the city. He is now in full control of the entire situation, and he forces his opposition to act when and how he chooses. Now here's what Matthew writes. As Jesus and the disciples approached Jerusalem and were near the town of Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of them into the village ahead. Just as you enter, he said, you will see a donkey tied there with its colt beside it. Untie them and bring them here. If anyone asks you what you are doing, just say, the master needs them, and there won't be any trouble. This was done to fulfill the ancient prophecy. Tell Jerusalem her king is coming to her, riding humbly on a donkey's colt. The two disciples did as Jesus said, and brought the animals to him, and threw their garments over the colt for him to ride on. And some of the crowd threw down their coats along the road ahead of him, and others cut branches from the trees, and spread them out before him. Then the crowd surged on ahead and pressed along behind, shouting, God bless King David's son. God's man is here. Bless him, Lord. Praise God in highest heaven. The entire city of Jerusalem was stirred as he entered. Who is this? they asked. And the crowd replied, It's Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth up in Galilee. Here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. Everyone loves a parade. Parades are organized for a variety of reasons, perhaps to celebrate an event such as a national victory, or to promote a cause such as the cause of peace, or to honor a person such as a great athlete. What happens to the event when it fizzles, or the person does not live up to expectations? When such things happen, the crowd leaves. In Matthew 21, they had a great parade. The crowd, mostly Galileans who came to Jerusalem for the great feast of the Passover, were in a festive mood. They came up from Jericho, about 17 miles. 
the road to Jerusalem climbed about 3,000 feet. It led past Bethany and nearby Bethphage, then over the Mount of Olives, across the Kidron Valley, and into the city of Jerusalem. Jesus and his disciples and a huge crowd are in this parade. This entry of Jesus into Jerusalem is sometimes called the triumphal entry. As they approached Jerusalem, Jesus instructed his disciples to go to the village nearby, where they would find a donkey with its foal or colt. They were to bring them to Jesus. If anyone should question them, they were to say, The Lord needs them. Jesus rode on these animals as a crowd followed and preceded him, shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. They spread branches before him. Clearly this crowd was welcoming Jesus as the coming king, related to King David. In shouting these words, this crowd quoted from Isaiah 62, 11, and from Zechariah 9, verse 9, which was understood by the Jews to refer to the Messiah. This crowd was proclaiming the Messiahship of Jesus. They didn't understand the suffering Messiah, but they were aware of the ruling or kingly Messiah. It was quite a parade. Jesus is coming into Jerusalem. The people were ecstatic. There was a holiday mood. Everyone was caught up in the excitement of the moment. They spread their garments on the road. Now as they approach Jerusalem, Matthew points out that the whole city was stirred or moved. That word stirred is the Greek word seismic. It was like an earthquake had hit the city. The city was shaken. The people of the city hadn't known much about Jesus because he had ministered mostly in the north. So they asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Now the parade enters Jerusalem, and a change takes place. Suddenly Jesus became a threat. There was a conflict. On the way to the city, everyone was pro-Jesus. Blessed is the king, the crowd had shouted. It soon became evident that Jesus became an economic threat to the people of the city. Jesus went into the temple and he drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. It is written, he said. My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Jesus cleaned out the temple. Jesus was bad for business. He was bad for the merchants, the ranchers, and the farmers. The temple was the main place of worship, and the people came from far and wide, from long distances, so they purchased the animals for the sacrifices there in Jerusalem. There was nothing wrong with that but they were being ripped off. The price of the animals should cover the cost only, but the merchants were lining their own pockets with the hefty profits. Jesus called them a den of thieves. In current terminology, the little towns around Jerusalem and the places inside the city were tourist traps. Rooms were high and meals were poor. Jesus saw what was happening. 
The people couldn't turn around and simply go home. They had come to worship, and they were being robbed. But they paid up. This triumphal coming to the city was an economic threat to the business of the city and the surrounding area. Jesus' arrival wasn't only economically distressing, but his coming was also an embarrassment to the religious establishment. The high priests were the recognized religious authorities and had final discretion on religious matters, both in faith and in practice. That was a birthright with them. That right was theirs by lineage. Jesus wasn't one of them. He was nothing but the son of a carpenter. His coming in triumph with crowds hailing him as son of David and coming king disturbed the chief priests and teachers of the law. Matthew writes in chapter 21:15 that they were indignant. This was an embarrassment to the religious authorities and leaders. He didn't have the power and authority by birth, but he had it by popularity. If Jesus had made them look good, they might not have been so disturbed, but he made them look bad in the temple. Yet he must be a self-proclaimed phony. He didn't have the proper birth, nor did he have the academic credentials. When these religious leaders asked the crowd, who is he? Very cautiously, they replied, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. What an insipid answer. When on the way into the city, they had proclaimed him to be the son of David, who came in the name of the Lord. They didn't want to be caught for treason by these religious leaders. That seems to be the tragedy of Palm Sunday. The whole affair, in view of the fickleness of the crowd, makes this parade so superficial. It makes the parade a facade. The tragedy of the triumphal entry on that first Palm Sunday is that when it became risky to proclaim him king, the people just claimed him as a prophet from up north, nothing more. I'll come back to this tomorrow. When following the Lord became risky, the people lost their voices and their message. It was great to be on the bandwagon of popularity, but when following Christ became unpopular, the people lost their voices. In fact, it may very well be that not long after this incident, some in this crowd of loud supporters on the way joined the crowd who cried, Crucify him, crucify him. They had been right the first time when they cried, Hosanna to the son of David, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Strong.
of Creative Encounters. Her mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.